Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Are you ready for the Thursday night drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Welcome into, let's just call it The Drive. Metro Kia's The Drive, presented by Miller Lite on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, I'm Jim Rutledge, alongside former Badgers, Tarek Sala and Derek Engler. We got you for an hour tonight. Bucks have got us bounced all over the place this week, but we do get an hour to talk about uh, Black Monday, bye week for the Packers. And, uh, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers getting all worked up on the Pat McAfee show. So, lots to get into for today's show, but you, I don't know, I don't. nobody controls their own mics there, so let's try it again. You got me? There we go. All there right, all right. Alex Hump G. Hump day, Ingler, hump day. Alex let's G go. behind the glass. I should probably put a headset on. Yeah, it would be helpful. I mean, I can hear you guys fine because we're in this wonderful new yeah. studio. We don't have a headset out there for you, though, so we're going to have That's to solve right. that during commercial break. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I have my own. Uh, G's got one up for you if you want to go grab it, or he'll bring it out to you. We won't go to break or anything. We'll That's just right. kind of keep you, it can wrong. Can you hear us? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I, like yeah, I said, look the, the new digs. I mean, it's no problem. Yeah, this, this is, is fancy, uh, nice fancy, new digs fancy. here. And uh, I want to start by we were able to enjoy, I think we're calling like the Ken Rovac uh, conference room. Even though it's not Memorial because he's obviously still alive, but uh, we have named <laughs> the the conference room here. What's going on uh, after Mr. Ken Rovac here <laughs> at ESPN Madison? Uh, but we had some great food there from Boulevard. So shout out to for Boulevard for providing that that fantastic food. Some pretzel bites. Uh, you guys had what? Did you guys have a wrap? Oh, the wrap, chicken ranch wrap. It was really it good. Was really good. Yeah, and the fried pickles were amazing. And believe it or not, volleyball. The leagues are forming for sand volleyball. Starts April 18th, runs for 18 weeks. They offer league six nights a week, Sunday through uh, Different levels available. So, I mean, they're already getting geared up for the spring. I like that. Also, car night and bike night coming out there in May over at Boulevard. Dude, how about today? 45 degrees or whatever it was? It okay, felt like 70. We'll take yeah. it. Yeah, I will definitely take it. It was uh, a nice... See a 40-degree change i mean that's unbelievable yeah no it felt like uh summer i could wear shorts today dude what was it minus 11 we were like derek and i were texting each other minus we were taking pictures of our car temperatures and then then snips of like scottsdale and yeah yeah well marco island unfortunately but maybe good for the packers i think next weekend i'm seeing the temps are projected out to be about five well you know it's winter in Wisconsin, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. Minnesota, Wisconsin, yeah. Michigan, we're all, uh, you know, even even Northeast has gotten pounded. Yeah. Our taxes need to be a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> just to deal with the, yeah, I mean, there's the winter be some tax break there. I like it. I like it. So Black Monday on Monday for the NFL, uh, running down some of the firings, most important to Packer fans, Mike Zimmer fired with Minnesota. Uh, Did that surprise you? 
No, I think towards the end it kind of wore itself out. And they Spiel- fired Spielman's Spielman fired, fired him as well. I happened to spend uh, kind of a, a family get together for my daughter's birthday this past weekend. So I, you know, my my brother is a huge, huge Vikings fan, and kind of, you know, I mean, he reads a lot, yeah. you know. But the the consensus was that Zim just was he's kind of done, That's- done. That's what it seemed like, like from coaching. Afar. Yeah, I think. He, yeah, I don't think he'd be D coordinator. I think. Yeah, he's probably I think just, he's just kind of. He's had a lot of health issues. Okay, and I think and we we all, he missed some time. Remember with the eyes. See, I didn't know any of that. Uh, did you, Tark? No. I mean, I, yeah. No, might not it, rem- I'm it, sure you know. You just probably forgot it, it because there was some time. Well, he we we time don't live head. in Viking land, so but he missed could, games as the head coach because yeah. of some eye surgeries and stuff. So he's had. Hey, this is pretty. Uh, I use the word epic, but the the changes that are going on. I mean, when you talk about Roethlisberger. You know Drew Brees and soon to be Brady and these other guys. They're all. I mean, this soon is to be a Brady. Brady might have five more years in the way he's yeah, playing. Yeah. Well, except yeah. Well, I know he, he's saying he's got yeah. great uh, uh, pharmacists, but uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's like this changing of the guard. It's coming. Andy Reid's probably going to retire in the next couple of years. I mean, there's some really really good coaches and players that have been a big part of the NFL that are. Just moving There's on. There's also yeah. some some young great ones on the scene. Yep. You know, absolutely. Sure. Well, you and know. that's what these teams are trying to do is find the next life, right? young great ones. Well, so. yeah, and my former team tried to do that with a Joe Judge. Yeah. Sometimes that Joe didn't reach. quite work out. Let's sir, let's stay with Minnesota. We'll get to the craziness right. of Joe Judge. So Zimmer's out. Spielman's out. Cousins, I think, has a year left. I'm not sure what the dead money is, but his his hit is darn near $40 million. Well, I heard they're going to the trade him. Is I don't that, know. Maybe. You're going to have to renegotiate. Social media rumor. Well, they're gonna. I think they might try to move on from him because his cap number is about forty million dollars. That's a huge number for a team to have for a quarterback and Kirk Cousins, who's good, but he's not that mass, like not even up that much of your salary cap good. So they're gonna have to Can either you bonus him out and get him the restructure. And Kirk, well, Cousins, they could do that. Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't the issue this year. Was their defense right? But you know, I so. agree. But. And he when really he, wasn't. Right, I mean, he, he, you know, he did. He put up some pay, good you're numbers. You're paying him thirty, thirty-five, and now you can't pay your defense. Like that's why he's the issue. It's all, all these quarterbacks that when Flacco got his big time check, then all of a sudden it's like, well, he's not worth it. Now we can't field a great team around him. A guy like Aaron Rodgers will always be worth the money because he lifts everyone up. Tom Brady, all those guys. But there's so many of these guys like Kirk Cousins who are, are too below. That's a conundrum. You need a quarterback and you need defense. Yep. And when you and pay that's the National Football League. and you pay these guys who aren't program lifters like Cousins. He's a good football player. A lot of teams would love him, but when you have to pay him that kind of money, the rest of your team suffers. So then you have Chicago. They uh, fired Nagy, and I think a little bit of a surprise, they fired Ryan Pace as well. Very happy about that, but it didn't seem like it was going to go that way, but they fired both Pace and Nagy. I heard Spain go crazy on the Bears. Yeah, like, so... I, I don't know. I think I was picking my McCaskey, son up from basketball yeah, practice or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah McCaskey, they just... Um, I know she went really nuts on it. She went nuts. Well, she's taking it personal. I'm not. I don't get like Sarah with, Spain with something with Jeff Dickerson. And Sarah and the Spain. Son. Remind us who she is. Sarah Spain is a ESPN. Has been with ESPN Chicago. Now she's with ESPN National. Uh, does some ESPN National hosting. And her bone she picked was where McCaskey ham-handedly referenced that the fans were wrong for booing uh, Matt Nagy's son or booing Matt Nagy at Matt Nagy's son's game. And pointing out that Parker Dickerson, the the son of Jeff Dickerson, who who passed away, and everyone raised all that money for him, they're the exact same age, and nobody would want that done to Parker. You shouldn't do that to Matt's son. A dumb thing to say. Sarah obviously close to Jeff Dickerson, so that really activated her. She's the only person I've heard who. That, was, oh, okay. There that, you that's go. That's where she was upset. Okay. But I'm not saying it was right. 
they're just – they remind me a little bit of Herb Are you Cole. saying it was wrong? McCaskey was wrong to no, do no, it. No, I'm talking about what Sarah. She I'm vented, not gonna, dude. She was upset because it's her – like, he was, should not have done it. You should not try to compare a man who, who just died and his son and then try to – like, yeah. it's just was a dumb, ham-handed thing. But so out of the pro- list – Professionally. Yeah. I mean, but, you're in the media. Yes. Tarek and I, like, we just – Come hang what, out what, what the McCaskies are getting killed for are one, they called Olin Krutz a liar uh, in their press conference. So that was a big mistake because Olin Krutz is respected by former players and uh, fans alike. And then also, George McCaskey referred, they asked him about Virginia McCaskey, who's the, the founder. You this know, George, is where I was yeah, going. George Hallis's daughter uh, is Virginia McCaskey. She's 99 years old. And George McCaskey basically said, Mother was unhappy with me. Uh, and on literally, with his team. yeah, Tark, yeah, yeah, that was embarrassing. He said, "Mommy or mother?" <laughs> he thankfully said, "Mother," but not not much better. That was this truly embarrassing part, along with the Crutes thing. Like that, Owen Crutes insinuated. I mean, ownership is satisfied yeah. with what I'm doing, right? That is kind with of, what uh, Crutes? No, no, oh. no, 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 mommy. no, Ma- no. Mommy's upset with me. Like he said, mommy's disappointed. No, he did not. No, he said, "Mom." He said. When I talked to my mother about the season, <laughs> yes. in a way that a mother can only get across, I asked her what she thought about the this Bears this year. This is what's going on with your Chicago Bears, yep, Jim yep. Rutledge. Yep. This but, is exactly you know, I, I want to be so. I called my mother mommy once. And my, no, he did and, not call her mommy. And, mother, yeah. my, my wife goes, what, what did you just say? <laughs> I, I was sorry. 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 So, mom. Mom. Okay. Separately, though. The, you watch Yellowstone 4. The saving grace for Chicago right now is, one, Lewis Riddick. Most people of a national ilk say Chicago is still the number one job because it's Chicago. You win in Chicago, you're a legend. And Justin Fields is the best quarterback available as far as All someone right. coming in to coach. Since, no, wait. Let me just add this to it. And former Badger, our friend, former ESPN Madison teammate, Lamar Soup Campbell, is part of the search committee along with Bill Polian. So Bill you Polian, want, you don't want the I Chicago love, Bears to become the New York Knicks of the National right, Basketball I agree. Association, yep. and that that's kind of where it's going. I mean, or maybe they remind it is. me of the Bucks under Herb Cole. The, the owners have good intentions; they spend money, they try to stay out of the way, they just never hire the right person. So hopefully, Soup and Bill Polian. The, the, that's the problem. All, the they, should, they should hire both those guys. They are. They both. Well, oh. well, Soup works for them. No, already. but Bill. Bill should be like an advisory. Guy. He is hired as the advisor. Soup for this should process. be GM, and then and then. <laughs> Then they should, you know, and yeah. should hire a coach. But both those guys are awesome. Yeah, I mean, so that's what they're trying to do. Is they've said we don't know football, and they've also moved out a guy in Ted Phillips, who was a business guy, who they, he does not. Uh, he now will have no football operation side of things, which is a good step in the right direction. But so who do you hire? I don't have no idea. Here's what I like what they're doing. They've talking to the the Steelers assistant. Like, there's a million names. They've talking to you. Got to hire a GM first, though. This is what you do. Right, you hire the GM first. And where's the president in this? He should be fired too. Well, there's no president. Okay. Well, so who, they haven't. They don't. So, have, the, well, they had a president the, who has been moved to the business side runs, of things. Does he on the business side? He's been moved over to the business side. So McCaskey will be the whoever's but, but, hired as GM will essentially be the president because he'll report okay. directly to first, then that's McCaskey. The, that's the first hire. Yep. And then you have that guy. I agree. Hire his guy. Right now, the other, the other thing is we're down to just us. Talking because there's no listeners talking about the Bears. Oh, people love to hear. Oh, and people, it, people love to hear the Bears. This well, is miserable. Well, Tarek, oh, the okay, are, okay. So I want to. I want to. They, they, they like, they like turn it off. here. Yeah. Tarek and I. Yeah, break this, your. Yeah, you this know, is, bust your chops. This is miserable. Like this is not. If the Bears were good, people would turn off. They'd be mad. But right now, the team is miserable. So thir- 35, 36 years ago, they won the Super Bowl. Right, with the, one of the best teams yep. ever. Right. Yep. 
in in the whatever 35, 36 years, how many? They, would they have one good year, two good years? They went no, to the Super had, Bowl. No, once. They've, they've had some. They, Smith, yeah, I know that was the Lovie one Smith, good year. Well, Lovey Smith was above five hundred as a Bears coach. So is Matt Nagy. Yeah, but they've no, had some really that, terrible. Not, that doesn't. The Super Bowl counts. Yeah, I'm just saying that. How like, about deep playoff runs? No, not come many. on. You know, yeah, they, the year you're in Cutler, Packer land. But I mean, the year Cutler had they closed knee, the they deal? The no, but they're always there. The Bears are maybe there and no, they're, they're been no, there. No, they're, they're no Green maybe. Bay Packers. But they're they're with the rest of the division. They're probably the second most successful you know, team in the division besides the Packers. I got I don't know that have they, the Vikings haven't gone to the Super Bowl. The Bears have gone to the NFC Championship with Cutler once. What are you talking about? They, the Vikings. If it wasn't for uh, our guy Gary Anderson. Who missed that kick? Yeah, but they didn't. Get, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they can't win. I mean, that 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 is a, you know, puzzle. But you know, in the NFL, I, I do think, you know, the ownership, Dan Schneider, should be fired. But you know, he's Dan the owner. Schneider. We could talk about him on the other side. I'd love to do that. But again, if you missed any of today's show, it's brought to you by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton, Wisconsin. The Man Feed is brought to you by them. Lee is fantastic out there. Sizzle, swizzle, Hump and swirl. Day. Happy hour. Seven days a week, horseshoe bar, so best happy hour in Madison. No, it's great. You got a date? We, we never played. A, we never. We never had a show on Hump Day. <laughs> hump Day, Mike, 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 Mike. This. I'm trying to get a date every night with my Metro wife. Metro. You know what I mean? Kia's <laughs> drive. I hope she's listening. Presented oh, by Miller Lite, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Drive, presented by Miller Lite, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, I'm Jim Rutledge, alongside former Badgers Tarek Sala and Derek Engler. And uh, we went to break talking about how awful the Washington football team is as far as their operation. I want to share something with you guys. So, first, did you guys, obviously you all saw the Jalen Hurts when the stadium collapsed. The, the, the scaffolding collapsed and went at his feet, and he helped those players up. Did you see the letter he wrote to Dan Snyder? I haven't seen a response yet, but have you, did you see that where basically he's like, what are you doing to fix this to keep fans safe? I, I read I read it. I, I did a, a kind of a Tarek Cliff notes of yeah. it. You know, what, what, there, there had to been pictures then. Well, no. There wasn't a good picture, so you had to read oh, a little bit, Tarek. It. You had to read that's it. speed no, read no, the first half no, of the first paragraph, second, uh, you know, first half of the second paragraph, and you kind of get the gist and go to the end. I read the end and then go backwards. <laughs> so Dan Snyder, obviously a terrible owner. I, I wanted to just point this little bit out there. Maybe the worst yeah. ever. So Jerry Jones, and again, going back to like Chicago, at least Chicago, they spend money in the facilities. Like, I share some stuff where Washington football, the FedEx field is at right now. Jerry Jones flew in the bench from Dallas, the heated bench for the Dallas Cowboys to have on the sidelines of a game at Washington because that's what a disaster that stadium is, that those heated benches for the opposing team don't even work. Uh, And then also this. Here's what's happened at FedEx Field over the last few years. Kyle Allen broke his leg, Chase Young tore his ACL, Ryan Fitzpatrick blew out his hip, Alex Smith had that awful leg injury, Uh, RG3 blew out his ACL, Adrian Peterson blew out his ACL, and Joe Burrow blew out his ACL. That stadium is a dump, and it needs to be replaced. And Dan Snyder, I agree, should be replaced. Because let's not forget, remember those John Gruden emails? Those are leaked as part of an investigation into the Washington football team for being uh, completely inept as far as best business practices, as far as inclusion and harassment. I mean, his, his 
team is yeah. being in, well, investigated. You know, if you have a metrics, right, and you're, that's how you evaluate your franchise, well, how many quarterbacks do you go through? How many, how many uh, 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 position coaches? How many head coaches? How many GMs? And sooner or later, if you hit a certain number, it should be like, dude, look in the mirror. Yeah, the, the, the ownership needs to go. And there's different types of failure. I agree with you. Like for example, Dan Snyder. See, I don't know if it's cheap or ego or what. Chicago's just that's it's born into money. They don't know what they're doing. They have good intentions. They spend money on the stadium. They try to hire football people. They've hired the wrong people. Dan Snyder is like almost maniacal in how bad he is as an owner. I mean, on top of all the on the field stuff. He's a dumpster fire off the field. I yeah. mean, he's going to get toxic. run out of the league. Yeah, toxic. And so there's different types of bad owners. I agree with you. But the NFL. No, like, how, they, how long like has he been the owner of the, uh, of the you know, it's gotta be former 30, Washington 20, Redskins years. team? Yeah. 20, 20 years, years at, least. at least. Yeah. It's been a while now. Since we were we were playing, I think. He took over maybe in that. I, I, I'd be curious. Did he run Joe Gibbs out? I, I'd be curious Joe, when Joe Dan Snyder took over second Washington. Yeah, I think former he Washington ran. Redskins, now the Washington National or Washington yeah. Football Team. So I think he might have ran Joe Gibbs point, out second time. The Bengals, right? Yeah, they're just cheap, right? Yeah, and that that was their issue. I don't think it's a toxic family, but they just never invested. Now they got a quarterback, so that worked out. But you know, for your the different neglect yep. that's out there. So Dan Snyder took over in 1999. Yeah, so I thought. Uh, yeah, along with Jack Kent Cook. So in '97, my my rookie year, I remember they had an unbelievable defense, and we were fighting them for the. They were really good in the late '90s, yeah. fighting for our division always. Um, and they had, I think, five or no, it was maybe even <coughs> seven seven range first rounders on defense. Seven first rounders on is defense. Is that they're playing with Levar Arrington out there, or is that? Oh, I, 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 we're going in, way back. He too came far. in '99. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but but just to, I, I wanted to know that because when I played, that that franchise was well respected. Yeah, well respected. Oh, yeah. I kid you not. That, and it wasn't that far removed. A little bit over, you know, a decade or so. The mid '80s. Sonny Jurgensen. You know? Yeah, he, he ran it right. Quarterback? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, and I'd have to go back to see who their quarterback was because they, they, they had a great offense. They were unbelievable. Frott would have been bit. for some of that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, no, they were. it was interesting. That's why I wanted to know, G-Man, thank you for when Dan Snyder took over. That great was 99. Work, so, so that I, makes a lot of sense. Another uh, example of, I don't know what you'd put Stephen Ross in Miami into, but he fired Brian Flores. Was basically, he didn't like Brian Flores. And... Flores, we talked about it before the show, uh, a New England disciple, but he's won. He had that team fighting. They won. They played hard. And it seems basically that a little Jerry Jones style that Ross didn't like that Flores was taking more and more control of the team, so he just fired him. Well, he's the one Belichick disciple. I mean, O'Brien had a little bit of success. O'Brien is going to be interviewed now. He had, for little, the, yeah. he had success until he tried to get into personnel. He had to tell teams, uh, they said during this current cycle, I'm not touching personnel. You give me the players, I'll coach because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Remember, he well, traded he Andre said, He said that? He uh, yeah, that admission? By all count, he's been very clear that he wants nothing to do with player personnel. That's, that's smart. For now, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll that's, want it back. You know, that's why the, you know, the Bears need to hire a GM first and then. Yep. Yeah. So, be but in I line. Mean, Miami has that same problem with bad ownership, getting meddling involved. What Chicago's doing. That back, shocked me. What, that should have never happened. Stu- I mean,. When you're the guy you fire is now the number one candidate to be hired somewhere else, you made a mistake. 
So I wanted. So for what Chicago's purposes, I wanted to get to there. Especially you think about what he brought him out of. Oh, like how many yeah, he yeah, won in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's when the, their bats he lost are seven in a row, but then he won eight in a row. Yeah. That's, so I mean, but, like, I what happened you. first? Yes. That's that's I agree. facing adversity. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't understand what's but going on just there. The fact that your guys play hard. Yeah. Yeah. Every game. Yep. Absolutely. I'm with you guys on that. Unbelievable. So what Chicago's doing, and again, Lamar, Soup, Campbell, Form, Badgers, part of it is they're in it. I think they're are pushing 20 GM interviews, and on top of that, they're also talking to coaches before they hire GM. Um, they want to hire the GM first, uh, but they want to also get kind of the process out of the way that if a GM comes in, hey, I'm, I, I want to hire Brian Flores. The Bears are talking to Brian Flores on Friday, so then they would already know enough about Brian Flores where they'd say, yeah, we like him too. Go ahead and interview yeah, no, him. No, I'm with Tark. You got you to you hire agree. the GM absolutely first. But I like the fact first. that they're casting a wide net because it seems like a lot of these tr- teams get into trouble when they're like, we're going to fire this guy to hire that guy, and you get caught up in the PR and you get caught up in the hot name. The fact that they're talking to – 15, 20 people for both jobs, I think is encouraging. I think most teams should do that. It's just proven that the success is, is done by rank. You know, I hate to, I, you know, it, a, analyze it like that, but, you know. I just like to know, like, the influence on a day to day basis the McCaskies have. And at some point, yeah, they don't just, want just any. tell everybody to just that's, go away. That's the part they want. They don't want any. They want to hire the right person and never have to touch football again because they know they don't. They say that they're more fans of football than like football experts. They're trying to hire the right person yeah, w- and then say we're out. So is this going to be this is a new thing for them? No, the, the, the new structure will be is the GM reports right to McCaskey instead of who used to be Ted Phillips is now right. moved to the business side the, of things. So that'll be a positive is that the new GM will essentially be the president. I think ideally they hire we're someone. We're back in the Bears front office, G-Man. I think someone that I think ideally. Now we have. No less lo- no <laughs> listeners, or we have people loving this so you, because they do, love the, do you feel think the pain. People would pain. rather talk about the Washington football team or again the suffering of the Bears. I don't know. You brought up both topics, Jim. Yeah. Yep. Well, we got a lot. We, we should we should well, probably move. We, should we do. Be I want to get your thoughts moving. on Jim Harbaugh after the break. This is Metro Kia's Drive, presented by Miller Lite, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin the Man. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, alongside former Badger Tark Sala. Derek Engler went downstairs to get his wallet, he'll, uh, he'll or his phone. He'll bring it back up here uh, when he has a minute to, to rejoin the show. Alex G behind the glass. And what up? We are also brought to you part by Ruth Chris Steakhouse Middleton. Love those guys out there. Love Lee, Horseshoe Bar, fantastic happy no hour. Question. Check them out the next time you're looking for a great like man, it's miserable, it's cold, it's dark. I mean, I know it's warmer today, yourself, but like man. Just treat Put yourself. yourself. Uh, and Valentine's Day coming up. So uh was thanks to Ruth Chris Steakhouse for sponsoring the Wisconsin on the Man Feed for Drive, Metro Kia's Drive. Jim Harbaugh is a topic of yours, and that I know that he gets uh, I don't know if he gets under your skin, but He's, he's won a lot. He hasn't won at the highest level, but in the NFL, he was 44-19 with the 49ers and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And at Michigan, he's won a lot, and he got his team to the college football playoffs, which is rare out of the Big Ten if you're not Ohio State. And his name's being floated as an NFL coach. The, the part that I don't like about him is that he's socially awkward and that, like, he just <clears> – <throat> I feel like I'd have – 
I'd struggle, and there's not too many people I struggle with, but I, I think I'd, I could strike a chord with him because he loves football. I was going to say, you, I think you guys would just go deep football. You won't be able to talk. You're right. He, he's only going to talk about football. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've heard a long time ago when he was with the Bears, you know, he would be socially awkward in the corner while all those traditional Bear guys were, like, really a gregarious group, if I yep. use that. And they, him just being like, you know, and I think through time, I, I don't know, I – I've heard some good things about how he processes things uh, recently, and you know he holds his team accountable and he holds his coaches accountable, and he you know he he allows for a lot of feedback, um, and so I'm a, I'm a, you know I I can stomach him, and I think he's probably a great coach, but I think what happens over time in in the NFL, some of his stuff where I mean certain guys get to a certain age and they're like, dude, this isn't right college. Where I think in college, I think he'll thrive. Well, and also that happens thrive. in about four years, maybe in the NFL. Well, that's the last yeah. cycle of a college football player. That no question. By the time they get sick of it, they're cycling out, and then they're only going to think fondly of it. If you're building a team, let's start at the GM level. Are you? I guess what are you looking for as far as a trait from a GM? As far as what what when you talk to them, what are you trying to figure out? Well, I want to know, you know what you know what they're and. and Let's just say the president roles wrapped up into this. You know the culture that he's built, the identity. What kind of player are you looking for? And and then the second part is really the manage, managing the salary cap. And then what's your philosophy there? And then you take that, you take those two things, and then what kind of coach are you going to have? And usually it's a, a disciple of one of the great coaches, whether it's a Parcells, a Jerry jo- Jimmy Johnson, yeah. uh, Belichick, part, you know, uh, Bill Walsh, West Coast. Um, you know Andy Reid and all those guys. So I want to know what they're what they're looking to do. What kind of and what the offense and defense they're going to do. We could keep on diving deeper into it, but those are the type of things I'd I'd start on. Do you want someone with a long kind of line of uh, front office experience? You know, I think they got to have some experience, but I want to I want to know that particular experience. So if it was like five years of being an assistant GM. What was that like, and who are you working for, and what is your philosophy? Okay, and along when it, when it comes to the identity, when it comes to the the type of system you'd like to run, and then tell me about your list of coaches. Yep. Who are you gonna, who are you going to hire as your head coach? And if you could articulate that, you know, and then I'll have some confidence with you. Derek Engler back in the studio now, and Derek, I asked Tarek basically if he was hiring a GM, what what uh, what's he looking for in a GM? Experience and philosophies. Whew, man, you know, it, that's a tough one. I, I got to be honest with you. I, in my experience, um, and this is quite some time ago, but it happened to be a pretty good GM in Ernie Accorsi, you know, and what I saw of him was, and I, I didn't get to hear all of what Tark was saying, but, you know, it was understanding, um, obviously, the business first, but also relating to the football side of it and and – you know, really trusting in the head coach and ownership, and it, it's a it's a unique situation when all those different characters can get on the same board. It really is, and yeah. when, when they do, is usually when you know. One hundred percent. I, I want to yeah. add one thing. So in Cleveland, right? This twenty years ago when we when we started the franchise back up again, you know that you know it was uh, Carmen Policy was the president. Well, and then you had Dwight Clark, the GM. They came from San Francisco, Bill Walsh system. Well, they ended up hiring 
Chris Palmer, who I love, Chris Palmer, one of the best, co- you know, best coaches, human beings that I've, I've, I've met. Um, but he was a Bill Parcells disciple. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the right fit because they weren't on the same page. So Derek's point, I mean, hundred yep. percent. You got to be on the same page with your head coach. That's why I'd say I prefer you to hire the head coach. I mean, the, the GM first, then the head coach, so the the GM can take ownership in the head coach. But if they're from the same tree and they, they, they believe in the same things, then then you're okay. What about for a head coach? Like, what what are you looking for out of that? Is it experience? Is it offense, defense? Is it discipline? I mean, what are you trying to build out there? Are you? I mean, what at the NFL level? Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of variables there. Yeah. What we talked about before about the yeah. culture and the yeah. identity and what the franchise wants yeah, to put so out there. You got a franchise. You own a team. You got your GM. Like, what do you want on that field? What's your what's your identity? You want a coach that can uh, relate to your players and have them buy in somehow at that level, which is really, I mean, that's a tightrope. So. If you can find that, and usually how that happens is that head coach identifies who his best leaders and players are, you know, and and unites them. So it, it kind of it's trickle down effect. It always is, you know, and and I, I, it it's just it's really tough to say in the NFL because you have all a, a, like Tarek said, it varies. You have really, I mean, extremes. When it comes to National Football League head coaches, you yeah. really do. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I was yeah. just kind of curious because I so, mean, we'll go so if I if I could do this right, yeah. and I'm just looking at my notes here, <laughs> I want, I want, I want Harbaugh's brother, John. I want yeah, I want John Harbaugh, or I want first Mike. of all, straighten the readers. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking across from this. Br- yeah. this is unbelievable. This new studio, yeah. and I'm looking at Tarek, and and the the, the readers are crooked. Hold uh, on, well, I'm looking yeah. at my notes here. That's why I have a <laughs> face for radio. No, but like Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, and and the reason why I said it, John has what Jim doesn't. I feel like the the ability to connect, and Derek talks about a lot about bringing it back. Bringing it back is like. Where you're, you're disciplined, you're tough, you're hard on the guys, and, and you, you may cross the, the line a little bit by offending someone, offending the players, but you're able to bring it back because you care about the players. And I think that's that's the, the, the characteristic in every head coach that he shows he cares, but you know he's going to push hard. But, Wait, the, but, the, but the players love him because it'll they, be interesting they care about him. To see more players like a, a John Lynch in San Francisco – because that become GMs, because he's very well respected across the league. Which well, was a, which was a big, uh, probably a big yeah, risk. It hiring was. Him. It was. Lewis Riddick is a name from ESPN. A former player, also was in the front offices for a few years. Aim with ESPN. He's a name that's popped up because of Lynch, because he's well respected. He played in the NFL. He worked in some front offices, and he understands the game. Yep. Studies the game. Yep. And so, uh, look, there's no magic bullet, you're right. It's just when you're trying to build your team, you talked about teams having culture. Because as we run down the rest of them, the Giants fired their coach, and the Texans might fire their coach. The Vikings and the Bears fired their coaches. I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss anyone here. Uh, Seattle, Pete Carroll's, I think his future's still up in the air. So there's going to be a lot of change over there. And it's just kind of... And who knows? Mike Tomlin and Sean Payton might go somewhere as well. So there's just a yeah. lot we, I, out there. We right now. We've talked a lot about uh, 
like front office tonight for whatever reason i'm not sure but you know we do have the most exciting weekend in the well, national football dude, league coming up here 49ers versus the cowboys i'm yeah. ex- i'm i know we're, we got limited to an hour we yeah. spent 45 minutes talking about front office we got yeah. 15 well, you, minutes you were out 10 minutes so. no i wasn't it was five <laughs> This is it was an emergency. Metro by the Kia's way. Drive presented by Coors Light, 100.5 <laughs> ESPN, ESPN up, and Wisconsin on the Man. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Drive on 100.5 ESPN. ESPN up and Wisconsin on demand. We are presented by Coors Light. We are uh, enjoying the Coors Light fridge here at the ESPN Madison Studios. We didn't have this last week. Well, I'm back. This is actually part of the Frank folks brought it in because Tauscher show is presented by Coors Light. This show is presented by Coors Light. And the Jump Around is presented by Coors Light. So shout out to the folks at Frank. For the Coors Light fridge, they're full. really cold. They're really full. Cold. Well, the, mount, know, the mountains are blue. Last night, my neighbor, my neighbor had his birthday. You know, and he's he has a, the best bourbon collection, but he also has one of the best Coors Light uh, collections. And we got into a couple more than I should have. So, you know, no. this is yeah, this is <laughs> crazy. So nice to have. <laughs> it's nice to hear the dog on Hump Day. There you go, Hump. You and Hump Day, man. Just I'm just. Just, I think I'm, it's I'm the hair of the dog leads to hump day, is what he's saying. Any other, I'm just trying to talk to my, <laughs> my <laughs> wife again, just trying to get inspire her. Keep on buying those Coors lights. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL playoffs are this weekend. What, uh, what, what games got you guys, uh, oh. kind of riled up here to, to see? Oh. Here? You mentioned 49ers, oh, dude, that's a and Cowboys. Game. It's old school, so it's nostalgic. I think Packer fans are gonna be rooting for the Cowboys because. I, I don't know how it'll all break out because it depends on who wins the other games, but I don't think Packer fans want any, want any part of playing the 49ers. That is a That's fair enough. And Tauscher said I the mean, same thing. It's a bad matchup. They play. I mean, remember the 49ers had the Packers beat, and then Rodgers led the team down the field for a long field goal for Mason Crosby. Uh, 49ers play a tough. Well, they beat us style. two years ago. Yeah. I mean, they play a style of football that does not match up well with the Packers. Yeah. The Packers are still going to be the favorite, but I'm I, saying I, out of I, all these teams. I, 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 out of out of the 49ers, Cowboys, or the Rams or Cardinals, which one of those would you want to see? Well, here's the deal. Well, Dallas want to see there. Listen, whoever wins, Derek, the big uglies up front are going to dictate the game. So the, the Cowboys are going to run the ball, and if they win, they're going to be the more physical team. They're going to do the same thing the Niners are going to do. Yeah, I, I just um – you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Well, which one of those? The Forty Niners. I don't. I, I don't buy it. I, they don't have the defense that they've they've had when they they've been good and gone far into the playoffs, the NFC well, Championship in, in the Packers history. I don't. They the whole Packers get hot right now. Yeah, they're getting they, hot right now. The momentum is everybody loves the trend. I get it, but not well, from a ten and seven trend team. Well, let me share right? this with you. I'm, I'm more looking at the the three four loss trend teams and, and that's who you know I, I just the cowboys i think just have too many weapons oh i, agree. I they're just not gonna be there i, I want to before and i want to get this out for today's show but you know we can circle back to it too but i think what part of the reason like there's certain teams that you, are you guys problem. picking the niners no <laughs> well, well i was saying I that no the spread fans, straight up no oh. i was saying the i think the packer fans are rooting for dallas in this i think dallas wins it i think dallas is a better football team i i, I took the eagles over the 
Well, we're the talking Cow- about the Niners. No, Cowboys. I know, but like, well, you got to answer that. No, but the I, Eagles I, over Tampa. No, no. Who, oh. who did the Cowboys play the final <laughs> game? They played the Eagles, right? Uh, yes. To beat them like fifty-two yep. to seventeen. Uh, so yep. my point is Saturday night. Now I'm getting riled up here. Yeah, you that, riled. That you know, I took the Eagles, and I'm not going to bet against the Cowboys again. Gotcha. So that, therefore, oh. I'm going to go unless the spread is should let you. Continue, Tark. That's yeah, my so bad. Just cut me off. I know. Before right. we get to the rest of the picks, though, I want to share this little info um, over the last of the season. So the Athletic did a story here: why the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl, why they might not. We all know why they are likely to do it. The Aaron Rodgers, the offense is amazing. But over the last eight weeks of the season, the Packers' defense ranked 26th in the NFL. Uh, in, you got like a in cut EPA. ball in there. Yeah, I know. Sorry, and I don't have a cough button, so I just have to turn to the side and cough. Last amongst Cost NFC playoff elbow. teams, sorry, uh, the second <laughs> to last among the NFL teams. By comparison, the Packers were in the top ten earlier. So the Packers have gone from top ten to twenty six over the last eight weeks in defense, in overall defense, and it's worse in rush defense. They are dead last in the NFL in rush defense, and well, they're is coming back in pass defense. Yeah, these players are coming back, but the teams they're facing. This is the part I wanted to get to. Too, right? The Rams. 49ers and the Cardinals are all some of the top rushing teams in football. So it's their rush defense that's their biggest issue. And so that's why, again, at the 49ers home, At up. home in the playoffs. They're 6-6. Six six at home. At ho- I don't they're care about regular season six. stats. No, wait, wait. It's great, especially Packers, when you parse it up postseason? like that. 6-6 six six in the postseason at Lambeau Field over the last 12 okay, weeks. Okay, I'm going to tell you this right now. They, the, the eye test, right? Okay. The eye test. You're talking about the last – yeah. Listen. We're talking about this team. This team is, is much. Di- this team is much better. Their defense, defense is exactly the same as it was last year. Yeah, no, no, no. Not. They fell not. No, no, no. I, I, I just no. told you they fell off just like you, they did you, last year. You're, you're a stat guy. You don't. You're not even looking at the optics. Look at the optics. You love optics. It's a big word, right? <laughs> it's it's. You look at the team. The, the middle linebacker. I use the stats Kenny to match Clark, that they're not the team that the you think def- they are. The defense is playing. They get pushed better. around right now. It, uh, yeah, but they're doing they're doing better than they ever did in the last three no, years. No, they're yes. the same defense. No, the no, same. I disagree. Defense. Look at I, the I intangibles. They're always winning, so that always kind of a defense just mentally is going to maybe just ease up a little bit here and there. They weren't winning these games. They it almost does. lost these some of these games. Uh, uh, listen. I mean, we can they go. Lost to the they are playing a much better regular defense. Than they not, no, they but statistically, off the cliff. you're talking about statistically they've fallen yeah, off a cliff. I don't care. At the end of the year, we're talking about man to man. You're talking about. Guys, we're talking about you're talking playoffs. About your eye test. I'm talking about playoffs. Facts. Yo. Playoffs. Facts. Yes, they've fallen off a cliff at the end of the year. Jimmy, yes. playoffs. Uh, literally, I mean, it's a different deal for defenses at home in the playoffs. They, it's just like I get. I, I don't care. I don't know you what the Packers, got, you know what the Packers listen, are going to do if the Packers are going to I'm telling you, the defense at home in Lambeau. I'm telling you, they are. The defense ain't going to do it for them. It'll be Aaron Rodgers. That's why they're going to say this defense. coming. You got Gary coming. The same reason why you doubted Badger basketball. You're doubting the Packers now. The same equations coming here. Sure, sure. You're going to lose because the. The middle they, linebacker Campbell makes a whole difference. Oh, uh, Kenny Clark in the playoffs. Forget about it. They Ke- Kenny same Clark defenses last year. They Kenny might Clark, win because they almost won last time. No, but, but that defense will be given up into the yeah, high. Yeah, we 20s. saw what that defense did to the Rams that at home. That defense will be given up in the high twenties in these games. What? We're, we're, nobody's going anywhere right now. Two minutes. All right, we got All right, two rest of the games. <laughs> rest of the games. I just right. want to get you guys riled up before we head it out. Uh, what do we got? Uh, NFC games. 
Well, you got Tampa. the Eagles, Bucks. You know, yeah, I, that's I, Tampa. I, yeah, I, I don't think there's a. I don't even know what the line is, but uh, oh, eight and a half yeah. looks like uh, only then, bigger Steelers, line. Steelers, only bigger line. Take TJ Edwards. The Chiefs, Steelers is the only bigger line at twelve and a half. Uh, I got the Chiefs there. I got the Cowboys. I got the Bucks. I got the Rams. Rams four. Uh, Patriots not, Bills. That one I don't know because I got the Bengals too. I just don't know Patriots Bills. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. TJ Watt breaks the record. Yeah. Ties no ties yeah. the record with with thirty what? seconds. Can I ask yeah, you? Yeah, but a question? extra game. What does that mean? Oh, sorry. Good. Straight, but far laid down for straight hand. So I mean, like with a little bit of both. Okay. That it, you would have. I would. Derek, I put you, in, you, I put you him in like, equals. You, yeah, I mean, they, they, they tied the record, yeah. in my opinion. Robert Quinn set the Chicago Bears record. He beat Richard Dent. Did it in the same amount of games, too. Wild year for sacks. All right, 18. 30 seconds. Yeah. Hump day. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> One minute. One minute. Now we got to One minute is way too much time. G-Man heard that question. <laughs> <laughs> One minute's way too much time for hump day. I just need 30 seconds. <laughs> I was teeing you up the whole time. I got it. There you go. Oh, we my just, Lord. That's it. <laughs> we didn't talk about Raiders Bengals. Well, I, said, well, I said I got the Bengals. I oh, love, you did? Yeah. It, you know, it sucks they're playing each other because they seem like really resilient teams. Like, I'd I, I love for them playing somebody else, you know? Raiders but, have to keep their coach, right? Yeah. Dude, one last thing on that. Uh-oh. When they were playing the Chargers, yeah. dude, one guy was, a, was Kevin Costner and the other guy was like just the, you know, that coach from Chargers. Lame. He had no chance to do the grit and the toughness of the Raiders versus the California like sunshine. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they oh, Las Vegas versus. <laughs> well, sorry, <laughs> the They're, grit of Las Vegas. Vegas. Bye, Vegas. The Spent Metro <laughs> yeah. Drive.